Uh, well, taking this forward, our very next speaker for this evening is Dr. Neeta Bali, who started her, good evening, madam, uh, who started her career as head of department Matterday School, Delhi for 18 years as a vice principal, APJ School, Noida for six years, headed GD Goenka World School, Sona as director principal for six years, Kasiga School, Dehradun for two years, and briefly served Poddar International School, Mumbai. As of date, she is serving a second stint as director principal at GD Goenka World School in Sona, Haryana. Dr. Bali also specializes in teaching subjects such as English language, psychology, and career. Her repertoire includes various curricula such as the ICSC, ISC, CBSE, IBO accredited programs, PYP and IBDP and Cambridge accredited programs, IGCSE, AS and A-levels. Quite a list. <laughs> Her session topic for this evening is how emotional well-being of staff and students is integral to building a great school. Over to you, Dr. Nita. Good evening, everyone. Such a pleasure to see such a, a list of uh, luminaries here. And I just heard uh, Daniel present, um, uh, you know, his his uh, his presentation, which was. Uh, which sounded so familiar because a lot of things that Daniel spoke about are things I think that a lot of us do in our day-to-day uh, -day schools, uh, school schedules. Um, I am essentially talking about the mental health of staff in schools, not so much of students because I think there's a restriction of time. Therefore, I told Dipanka that rather than talking both about staff and students, because I think students by themselves uh, are a very significant uh, part of uh, school in fact they're the heart and soul of any school so I think and so is the staff so I, I thought let me just speak about the staff so please bear with me because the slide says staff and students but I'm essentially talking about staff uh, could I please go to the next slide so uh, I'm sure all of us know what is well-being uh, last two years and a few months have shown us completely um, that the emotional, physical, holistic health, be, health and well-being is very significant to our performance. Uh, you cannot possibly deliver or um, actualize your full potential till you are really psychologically, emotionally and physically healthy. Um, that goes without saying and I think we are still reeling under the impact. Everyone is still reeling under the impact of the COVID uh, which just, just doesn't seem to end. So when you have good levels of well-being, obviously you feel your life is in balance. You feel you can bounce back. You feel you can cope well because uh, every single day is so unpredictable, particularly if you're a teacher. I think every single day is so unpredictable because uh, not merely are you affected by what is happening around you. Also, uh, the children that you are, are dealing with, the parents that, that you're dealing with, everybody in fact, um, is has been very deeply influenced by um, the COVID and the pandemic and the impact is not merely physical. A lot of people, of course, uh, majority um, physically have been affected, but I think the impact is spiraling into um, emotional and psychological. Um, because when you, you, you know, they generally say when uh, your, your physiology determines your psychology, your physiology determines your psychology. 
if it does then it goes without saying that you're not well uh there is no sense of well-being so uh, unless there is physical emotional well-being particularly emotional well-being you don't feel motivated you don't feel engaged with what you're doing so i think um, building resilience amongst people um then becomes our foremost task as uh, schools and as administrators building resilience and tenacity the ability to cope effectively with the daily trials tribulations um difficulties that you come upon without really knowing what you're up against next um and of course the ability to bounce back which is is not easy at all it's not easy at all so what are some of the things that schools can do and are doing perhaps i'm sure majority of the schools are already doing this uh could we please go to the next uh, slide now i think before you even start doing something about the way people feel there are some yellow alerts to watch out for what are those yellow alerts that you need to watch out for what are the common indicators um that you uh, would probably uh, you know you need to notice uh, changes uh, modifications in uh, the general behavior of people um which which might include long absences which happens in case of teachers long absences obviously because um they may have uh, contracted a disease even now you know long absences because out of sheer psychosomatic illness also that follows the physical illness because um when you're down and out you obviously cannot be working so long absences unexplained absences um and increase in long working hours staying up late staying up late is another another sign you know that something is not in sync something is out of sync insomnia i think a, a lot of people uh, are suffering from insomnia um you're not able to keep keep track of time uh, headaches backaches uh low energy levels and then consumption of obviously consumption of uh, um, caffeine um alcohol perhaps um sedatives smoking for a lot of people so these are very common indicators that tell you that uh, somebody you know something is just not right that there seems to be some kind of a psychological turmoil um so changes in performance uh inability to meet your deadlines not being able to get things done um doing things which are out of character when i say out of character uh, you know indecisiveness uh memory lapses sometimes um conflict with team members and unusual display of emotions irritability erratic behavior anxiousness cheerfulness and probably crying without a reason um and of course lopsided sleeping patterns as i said lopsided sleeping patterns insomnia that's a very very clear indicator of the fact that um, you you've taken a hit so as school leaders as schools what is it that we could do perhaps to help our colleagues could I have the next slide please so what practical strategies does your school adopt to promote good staff well-being a very tough question particularly in times like this as a school what we have been doing is i think first and foremost empathy and more empathy trying to reach out trying to understand 
trying to listen because listening is therapeutic when you listen to people i think it probably um to a great degree to a large degree it takes away a lot of pain uh we have organized a lot of mindfulness sessions not merely with using the in-house resources our our um, counselors our psychology teachers we have also invited um you know people who are uh, who are experts in the field to take these uh, sessions with the staff sessions on uh, mindful breathing because i think that that goes a long way in in trying to allay some of the symptoms that people have been experiencing uh so mindful breathing yoga we've been having online yoga sessions for teachers uh relaxation and managing stress sessions how best you can manage stress suggestions about how best you can manage stress also or probably um just sessions one on one sessions we have encouraged with the school counselors we have encouraged teachers to talk one on one um if you have somebody to listen to your uh, um trials and tribulations if you can speak about uh, what you're going through as i said it can be therapeutic to a great degree it it does take away um the pain that you are experiencing um resilience based workshops we have been calling in experts um not just for the staff but also for our parents and children together and sometimes children alone sometimes parents for parents specifically workshops for parents because parents too are reeling under a lot of stress so um uh, organizing these workshops for parents where you can simply speak about what you're going through with uh, irritable children who have been confined closeted in the homes um parents who you know who have uh, some may may have lost their jobs may have transitioned to lower paying jobs may have taken a salary cut so it's just to tell on their mental health and it obviously impacts everyone around them so resilience based workshops for everyone to help normalize the process of speaking about well-being can we please go to the next slide so at the end of the day i think uh, most important perhaps is uh, emotional support all of us as individuals whether adults uh, or young people teachers students and parents everyone is looking for emotional support particularly the teachers because they are juggling uh, multiple roles when i say they are juggling multiple roles what i'm trying to say is if i speak for myself you're juggling the role of a parent um, an administrator um, a teacher so multiple roles and multiple tasks and multiple demands uh, so if you're uh, you have so much on your platter you definitely need emotional support um, so it is important that all staff are given the right kind of emotional support particularly by um, the colleagues and also by um, the employers um, also by uh, administrators the principals the heads um, and practical support in whatever way uh, for instance let me tell you that you know during during covid there were people who lost their spouses now that's a, that's a very painful situation very very painful situation for them to um, for them to bounce back uh is is an ordeal it's not going to be simple it's going to take a long time it's a very scarring experience 
so all of us i think as a cohort of educators also the others what we generally do is we sensitize the colleagues and uh, because they are the ones who are very closely associated with uh, with uh, their co-teachers so we sensitize the colleagues and take turns to call up somebody who has been so badly scarred and affected by a situation like this uh, so that you know they they never feel alone and abandoned because uh, this is um, they're facing a lot of turmoil and it's a, it's a life changing situation a life changing event uh, so they have to put their whole life back into perspective and it's not simple at all so in order to have a positive impact on colleagues and pupils and staff well-being can because we know that unless staff well-being is looked after it is not going to enhance their performance in fact they won't even bounce back they need a lot of support so listening to them taking turns to speak with every single day taking turns to call up and find out how they're faring um is very important if you have to get them to bounce back and you have to improve their performance at work and then also telling them that sometimes work can be therapy you know for them to come back to work also you need to tell them that work can can play as you know can really be a therapy you know it can take away a lot of it can it can mitigate a lot of pain uh, which they are experiencing um and definitely all these steps um will lead to less staff reduced staff turnover uh it can reduce absences because they start looking upon their workplace um as a place which is like a cushion that they can fall back on um a place which you go to uh, when you are so distressed uh, a cohort of people that you go back to because uh, they are your biggest support system and needless to say that when people feel good uh, it is going to increase productivity and um, staff engagement can i go to the next slide please madam you. you have about 5 minutes to wind up Sure, sure, sure. I'll rush to it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I chose not to speak about students uh, opening up conversations. So if one one sees that a colleague is showing some signs of uh, ill health, mental ill health or psychological ill health, talk and talk some more, because you need to talk to people so that you can help them. Uh, it'll it'll definitely reduce the work pressure. um and enhance and the quality of relationships with colleagues uh the next one please responding unconditional responding to people who may be having a mental health difficulty rather than brushing it under the carpet asking them about how they're feeling uh trying to reduce the workplace triggers uh which which may uh, you know put them into a rebound mode and they may go back into um you know reflecting the psychological symptoms of um, mental ill health so responding to people uh, at work responding to staff at work is really really very important um so as a head i generally tell uh, you know all all other heads who are with us as a core team they try and reach out to as many people as you can try and talk to at least one colleague during the day we generally ask we designate um leaders uh to reach out to staff who are reporting to them to speak to staff consistently to find out how they're feeling um sometimes small talk uh with people can yield big results somebody just said does it yield any results it does small talk can yield really big results uh, next one please 
supporting needless to say with positivity and um, sensitivity because you don't need any special skills for this everybody knows that you don't have to be a therapist and you don't have to be a psychologist you don't have to be a counselor for this all you need is a genuine desire a genuine desire to reach out with empathy um up, you should be approachable and you should be willing to listen as i said because this thing is therapeutic for people so a genuine desire to help that is what is really needed uh, the next slide please this is the same being positive i uh, will go to the next one because i think nandita has just told me um that i nandita how much time am i left with 2 minutes yes 2 minutes just 2 minutes okay. yes. right great we must respect other people's time because i've seen in the webinars we don't do that um so allowing people some time off from work should be very helpful because i think it helps them to bounce back because uh, when you're being forced to work you're not feeling good about yourself and things around you you may not be able to deliver so allowing a little time off i think should be very very helpful next one please I think we are towards. So, what to do in a crisis? Uh, I think this should be the last slide. What to do in a crisis? Really need to rise to the occasion. If somebody is having a panic attack or having a suicidal thoughts or thinking of hurting themselves, being calm yourself, getting them to stay calm, listening to people in a completely non-judgmental manner, and reassuring them, um, and keeping the conversation going rather than offering quick solutions. Uh, and making it a sustained thing i think that's what really helps uh, the staff to move forward i'd like to close with this i'm sure nandita we i've run out of time now thank you and i no, like no, it's perfectly all right i'm sure this is the last slide thank you okay um thank you so much madam i'm sure uh, everybody agrees to all that you said is so so true